Welcome back to the What I Love About Men podcast. I'm your host, Steph, and today I want to talk about ending 2018 and beginning 2019. If you want 2019 to be better, you have to face the shit of 2018 and you have to look at it. Why did I struggle with this? If I did struggle with this, what do I have to do differently to overcome that so that 2019 doesn't fall down the same pattern? I think a lot of us have this habit of saying, okay, well, I'm just going to shut off, forget this year, this year sucked, moving on, on to the next year, like just restart, refresh, that's it. No looking back. You kind of have to look back, guys. Like, wouldn't you agree in order to improve something, you have to look first at what wasn't working? And you have to look at why it wasn't working and understand that. But you also have to look at all the good shit that happened. You have to look at all the lessons you learned that made you a better person, that made you a better man, that made you think clearer, deeper, made you think more about others. Maybe look at women a new way. Maybe by listening to this podcast, you've come to realize like, hey, all these years I've been thinking a certain way about myself. I don't have to do it that way. I don't have to feel shitty about myself. It doesn't do anything for me to feel shitty about myself or talk myself down. It really doesn't help me. And quite the opposite, like talking myself up helps me a lot. Helps me with my confidence with women. When I look in the mirror, I see a different type of man uh, that I actually like and love. You know, all these good things come from that, from noticing them. We only learn more about ourselves and move forward in life when we look back at the shit. And I'm not saying like you have to have shit to have good, but in order to make something better, you have to take notice of where you were struggling in order to improve it. So I want you to do something. I want you to make a board. If you have a whiteboard, that would be great. Um, that's what I just did. <laughs> so if you have a big whiteboard, that's awesome. Use that. If you have a sheet of paper, that's fine. Use that. Right at the top, 2018. And I want you to write down every single thing that comes to your mind when it comes to 2018. It could be lessons you've learned. It could be little tiny accomplishments. It could be huge accomplishments. It could be there's certain things about relationships that you see differently now that you didn't see before. Any major changes or improvements or perspectives changed or acknowledgement or something you learned, or a new habit you got into, or a new hobby you started, a new person you met, um, someone's life you changed for the better, if you started volunteering somewhere, if you now see money in a new in a new light, in a new way, anything that's different. We have to look at our years from, okay, how did this year differ from all the other years of my life? So we just wanna, we just wanna acknowledge the year for what it was and all the good it brought to us, whether that's looking at how we fucked up and how we can improve, or whether it's looking on how freaking amazing the year was based on the lifestyle changes we've made or the mindset perspectives we've shifted. So like I said, on this paper or this board, I want you to list out as many bullet points as possible, whatever comes to your head. And what I like to do is sometimes I'll use my phone if I run out of ideas. Take your phone out and go through the the months of the year in order to spark some memories because sometimes we don't remember we don't remember certain things until we have a visual to attach it to or a video you know we, if you watch a video it brings up a certain emotion that's tied to a memory that you wouldn't have remembered right now if you didn't see the video so i think the phone helps a lot with this is bring retrieving those those past memories from the year i also think that just taking it like thinking in your head okay january what happened in january what was a big moment in january for me february what happened in february March and just go through the months 
Um, so that could be on your phone or that could be just in your head going through the months and remembering certain holidays or events that happened in those months and how they shaped you or made you better. Or another good way of retrieving these memories or these lessons from the past year is to go through the four pillars of life. The four pillars of life, health, wealth, love, and happiness. And what I do with my clients, my one-on-one clients, is I take them through these four pillars and will either set goals through these four pillars or see how they're to just rate themselves in these in these four pillars and see how they're feeling. So it could be used for a lot, but especially with this, it's like think, okay, like think health. What did I, what major health changes did I make during this year? During 2018, what did I do better for my health? What did I struggle with my health? How will I improve my health in 2019? And guys, this could be one thing. This only has to be one thing to make an improvement. It doesn't have to be, okay, I'm going to diet. And and it's better not to say this. I'm going to diet. I'm going to do this. I'm going to go on this diet. Then I'm going to try this. Then I'm going to run five times a week. Like if you don't do any of this stuff now, most likely you're going to be overwhelmed by the, t- by the new year comes and then by Blue Monday, you're done. So try not to do that. And uh, by the way, Blue Monday is the most depressing day of the year. It's the third or fourth week in January where most people get knocked off their goals already. So you don't want to be a Blue Monday crasher. So the most important thing is to set attainable goals for yourself. So that's why I always recommend in the beginning, just to see where you stand in terms of what you can handle with goals, is to just pick one goal per pillar. So like I said, health. Take your struggle. What was your biggest struggle from 2018? What was your biggest improvement? And what are you going to focus on more for your health in 2019? So write those things down. Now let's move to wealth. Wealth is the same thing. What was your biggest struggle with wealth this year? It doesn't always have to be related to money. It can be like a certain type of mindset where I was living in scarcity mode or I was always worried that like I would lose everything or I was... You know, it could be, it doesn't necessarily have to mean uh, it's not all about dollar signs, or it is. For me, it was. So look at wealth and say, okay, what was my biggest struggle related to wealth in 2018? What was my biggest improvement? Or what did I do to improve that struggle? And then what can I do to, whether or not you worked on improving that, what can you do to better improve your wealth situation in 2019? And just write one thing. Like I said, write one thing down. What's one way I can improve my wealth in 2019? And if you want, just set them for January. Set these one, these one thing goals for just January and see if you can do them all, all four pillars, the one things in one month, and then set new ones for February. So now let's go to love. What was my biggest struggle when it came to love in 2018? This could be related to a breakup. This could be related to maybe not putting yourself out there in front of as many women as you've hoped you would. Um, This can mean maybe love for yourself. Maybe you didn't have as much love for yourself as you had hoped. Or, Or maybe you just, you didn't hope, you just felt like you hated yourself. You called yourself names. You had this really negative, toxic mentality around your relationship with yourself and how women perceive you. And it's important to look at that and say, okay, was that my biggest struggle? What was my biggest struggle when it came to love? What did I do to improve on that struggle? What did I do to help myself there? And then what can you do? What's one thing you can do to improve your area, the area of love or the pillar of love in your life 
come 2019? What's one thing you can do? And make this specific. Don't say love myself more. Make it like, okay, from now on, I'm going to try to journal every night, even if it's for like two minutes. Just say right before I go to bed, write something down that has to do with me loving myself or write one thing down that I love about myself pertaining to that day. Whatever it is, like something specific though. You know what I mean, guys? Because we often get in this habit of like, like, all right, uh, this year I'm going to love myself more. That's the theme of the year. But it's like, okay, that's a great theme. It really is. But if you don't break that down into specific action steps, you're never going to do it because a theme is just a theme. It's nothing tangible. It's nothing you can really touch or see or feel or practice. So if you just have that theme floating around and there's no action, you're not, you can't possibly take action. So try to make sure that you have specific goals. And of course, if you guys need my help, this is what I do for a living. So (laughs) just reach out to me and I'd be happy to help you uh, reach your goals in this way and make sure that that you're setting attainable action steps and that you're reaching them accordingly at the rate and speed you want to reach them by. Okay, happiness is the fourth pillar. So I want you to think right now, what was your biggest struggle related to happiness in 2018? What did you struggle with most? This can be maybe you didn't socialize enough. I think some so often, and myself included, we get tied into this workspace where it's like, okay, I have to work, I have to work, there's no time, no time to play, no time to joke, no time to laugh. And um we get we get caught in the in the rat race of okay, go, 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 go. And then we forget to we forget that we're all kids. And I say this a lot, you know, we, we're all just kids stuck in adult bodies. We want to play. We want to experience life. We want to goof around. We want to have fun. We do. And you have to believe that when you have fun and you are more passionate and you are more creative. And that's so true. And even me taking time to just relax, taking a week to really not work and just kind of get myself off the phone has really put me in this place of just thinking of ideas and and feeling true happiness for what I do, but also it's attracting more men to me, which is strange because like I put out a lot of content when I'm in my zones and I don't get as many emails as I'm getting now asking to work with me. So it's, it's kind of funny how when I shut off and I give myself time to have fun and goof around with my sister and be a weirdo and just be myself and live a normal life, do the human things, you know, have fun doing this and that and baking cookies and like getting off my diet a little bit and and not looking at my DMs at all and not caring or not feeling guilty about it. Not that I don't care, but not feeling guilty about it, you know? And just sometimes you need to do that. So I want you to ask yourself if that's a struggle for you. When it comes to happiness, are you not taking time to just be happy and just be a fucking human? Be a man who's just like living his life. You know, you're not you're not meant to work 24-7. And although maybe a lot of you guys feel that way because you you do have this innate need to support and and to make sure that you're in a good financial situation for the woman that you end up with or Maybe you're not going to be the main breadwinner, but I think most of you want to be, um, and that's totally fine and normal, but it's important to also realize you're still a human. You still have human needs, and part of those needs are to have fun and to be happy, and happiness is not some corny thing, guys. Happiness is not, oh, like, like happy, like happy shit, like, no, what the fuck is that? Like, it's, it's important to be happy. It truly is important to be happy and joyful and kind, and that is... That is in a way the most masculine thing you can do is to be is to be that 
that strong moneymaker and supporter and independent man, but also one who's having fun doing it. That is the most attractive thing ever to women is a man who loves his job. I know this one, this one man in my life is so good at his job, like so successful and he has fun with it and he loves it and he could joke about it. And it is just like, oh my God, like you just feel the energy from him and it's just super attractive, like super just enticing. It's like, oh, I want a piece of that. Like, I want to feel that way. I want to do that. And um, and I feel that when I'm with him, I joke more too because it's like he's joking and like look at how how happy and successful he is like in all areas of his life. Um, and I know we all have our shit, so it's not like anyone's perfect. But but you have to understand that happiness and joy and laughter and just content that contentness being a human being and realizing you're still a man, you're still a human. You're not you're not meant to work all day and night or not meant to stress over things is very important to remember. So I hope you remember that. Take your struggle of 2018 when it came to happiness, whatever that may be, then take how you, what you did to improve it or how you reacted to it. And if that wasn't enough, what are you going to bring into the new year? Even if it was enough, what different, what different step are you going to bring into 2019 in order to improve your happiness level? And that's the thing, guys, is you want each of these steps for the new year to be different than what you're doing now. Because you have to understand that we will get the same result if we carry the same actions, right? And what got you here won't get you somewhere better. It will just keep getting you here. And actually, this really spoke to me recently because a few months ago, I hit this plateau where it was very like, okay, like I'm seeing success in my business and I'm making good money and I'm happy and Everything's just la-di-da, things are working, and that's great, but I was in this wheel now, and I wasn't seeing any further progression from where I was. The thing was, I could have stayed where I was, and I would have remained you know, successful, but I wanted more. And in order to get more, I knew I needed to do something different that I wasn't doing. And I didn't want to fall into that trap of feeling content. It's okay to feel content. I'm just not the type of person that wants to have the same income and do the same things the same way. I want to progress. I want to get better. And the only way to get better is to change things up and to make yourself uncomfortable and to learn new things. So it's important to do that going into the new year too, is to say, okay, if I keep living my life the same way with the same routines and the same people around me and doing the same things and saying the same things and reading the same things, I'm going to get the same result that I've been getting. And if 2018 was not a good year, then it's important for you not to carry the same habits and routines and people into 2019. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not going to magically change just because it's a new year. Just because the day changes to January 1st, there's no magic that happens. It's, you know, it's the same shit. It's just mentally we have this idea that things are going to change. They're really not unless we take action to force them to change. And quite often the men I speak to will tell me things like, oh, well, down the road I want this. Like that's like down the road. That's in a few years. And I'll say, okay, well, what are you doing right now in order to get closer to being that man who has those things? And they'll say, well, that's that's in two years. Like, you know, that's down the road. And I'll say, no, you have to, you have to realize that two years, a lot can happen in two years or a little can happen in two years. It's the way you look at it. It's the way you work towards it. It's your mindset around it. So you have to understand that if you don't have your mind in a place of progressing and moving forward and you're just saying, ah, we'll worry about that in two years, nothing's going to change in two years. 
So if you're in the constant growth mode and you're constantly saying, okay, I only have two years. This is what I got. I'm going to give it all I got because I only got two years. That's when you see change. That's the mentality you need, guys. So if you want growth, if you want to change, if you want to become better, if you want to become more attractive, if you want a new relationship with women, if you want to have new perspectives and see things differently, if you want to love yourself more, if you want to think more outside the box, if you want to dream bigger, if you want to be a bigger action taker, if you want to become more independent, make more money, build your self-esteem, your confidence, your sex appeal, your romantic skills, your hobbies, carrying different traits, Start different routines, morning routines, night routines, habits, rituals, friendships. That takes a different mindset. It takes a different you. And in order to get that different you, you have to commit to changing. You have to commit to going outside the box. Just like when I said I got stuck in the hamster wheel and I was doing okay and everything was fine. I could have just stayed there. I would probably be less stressed if I just stayed there. Versus leaving that hamster wheel and going on to new things that were scarier and maybe like didn't make as much money from the start. And it still made me grow and it still pushed me out. And it still got me closer to my ultimate goals of what I want in the next 10, 20, 30 years. Never get too comfortable to the point where you're like, okay, everything's good. Like I can manage everything. You should always have a little push. You should always have something that's nudging you a little further outside that makes you feel like, oh shit, oh fuck. But it's good in a good way. You know what I mean? Like we want that push. We want that chase as humans. And this goes with attraction, but it also goes with just our human instincts in general of being better. And that's what makes life great, right? Like the fun part about games is that there's challenge to the game. Think of when you play any game, a video game, a board game, you you have a challenge, right? There's obstacles, there's challenges. And the best part of the game, what makes the game fun is overcoming the obstacle or beating the other teammate or getting over the hump or realizing, you know, putting the clues together and realizing the solution and having that aha moment. That's what makes it great. So you have to think of life, think of life as a fucking game. Think of 2019 as a game that you're going to win. And think of all the obstacles in your place in place now that maybe came from 2018 and are still there, but how you're going to overcome them, how you're going to play smarter this time around, how you're going to come up with clues and solutions and strategies and techniques and and maybe have some teammates to help you along the way. But think of it as a game and and remember that if you don't have those humps, if you don't have those falls, if you don't have those crashes and burns and scrapes, then it's it, it does it's not a game anymore and it's not fun. There's nothing to overcome. If there's nothing to overcome, we don't want to do it. There's no challenge. There's no chase anymore. It gets boring. That's when we end the year saying, oh, this year flew by. This year sucked. Because there's nothing new to challenge you. So please, make 2019 fun. And in order to do that, I want you to make this list of 2018, all those accomplishments, all that good stuff that happened. Take notice of it. Acknowledge it. Be grateful for it. And then say, okay, that was awesome. I'm really happy all that stuff happened. Now I'm going to take everything I've learned. I'm going to apply it into this new set of 365 days and I'm going to fucking crush it. And this is how. Okay, guys, that is it for today. My voice is getting a little raspy. I hope you really take this into consideration and you practice it. Take some time to look at what didn't work. You take some time to appreciate your efforts to improve those things and also that you take time to set intention for 2019 and have a plan. Have a specific plan. And if you need help, I'm here. 
Like I said, this is what I do. I'm actually offering calls right now to strategize 2019. So if you feel like you need a plan and you're not sure exactly what to do, I'm here. I'm a phone call away. I'm here to help you. And I really wish you the best. I hope you had a very Merry Christmas. I hope you have an awesome kick-ass new year. I'll probably talk to you once before then on the podcast. But I just want you to know I'm here and I will see you in the next episode. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.